Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, hey everybody. And today we're getting on a dirigible, the airship of the future. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a big balloon attached to a rickety old boat, and it, uh, ju- and it has like jet engines, not jet engines that we would know them, but has propulsion. No. That's super propulsion. Uh, don't worry, we have every item we could ever possibly need just from the start. Mm-hmm. And it's a slavish, mummy... slavish devotion to the first one. Uh. Yes. Don't worry, it's uh, the mummy returns. He's mm. back in pog form. Mm-hmm. Better than ever. Uh, written and directed by Stephen Summers and released in 2001. Mm-hmm. It's 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 more of the mummy. Yep, you got we got uh, pretty much everything that we had the first time, and a lot of extra, a lot of extra, a lot of, lot more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's better. I don't either. It's definitely. I'm just, I'm gonna say this out the gate. It's definitely weaker than the first one. No, it's not as good at all. Yeah. Um, I think. They, it in my assessment, they tended to go for more big action plot pieces and less of the fun character interactions that made the first one so nice. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And also the uh, right out the gate uh, in this one, uh, Rick and Evie have a kid named Alex. I am not a hundred percent sold on having uh, he Alex. He's the around. fucking worst. Yeah. I don't like him. Yeah, he's a bit too precocious for his own good. All respect to the child actor whose mm-hmm. name I did not write down. I didn't either. <laughs> it's I don't not think his... I looked him up. I, I he he is retired from acting. He went I into think... marketing, I believe. Yeah, I think this is it. You know, it's just a fun fact about his life. You know, mm-hmm. he does not doesn't he seems like he isn't a Jake Lloyd about it. So that's good. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, totally not his fault. I again, I just don't know if that character was at all necessary. No, he's the fucking worst. Yes. I hate this kid, and not <laughs> not literally the kid. Sure, he's a fine dude, but like, not <laughs> only just bang on his door like, "Hey, buddy, you were the worst in the fucking Mummy Returns." It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just leave you alone. And I mean, not only that, he does kind of look like Jake Lloyd, a like bit. a little bit. Yeah, He's like, like a little like, British Jake Lloyd. <laughs> it's like, did you really need this? Um, yeah. Well, and there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, we're gonna get into it as we go to the plot, but like, and it's like Evie's a badass now. Mm-hmm. It's like, no real reason. We just, just cause. Yeah. yeah. Enough time has enough time's gone by, and you know she's been married to Rick for a while, so some stuff has rubbed off. Like, I'm not totally against like stuff like that, but. The overall, you're totally right in terms of we're not, we don't have enough of that great character stuff that was in the first one, you know, like, and I not enough feel... horror. Yeah, I don't feel like Rick gets like, he has some cool moments, but I don't feel like he gets to be like as awesome as he was in the first one. Yeah, because it... he's a bit more prepared for this sort of thing, and I, that kind of takes away from the whole charm yeah, of the first one. There's sort of a diehard too, like, yeah, I did this before. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Which is just like, I mean, it's cute a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, you know, and also, 
like when you've already killed the mummy mm-hmm. and like if you remember how to what the incantation is in the book you know right well that's the thing is like since because uh, as i mentioned before a slavish devotion to the first one they they bring back so much stuff that was like this was really popular in the first one i feel like like specifically the soldier mummies yeah and uh, it's like those don't make what why, why are they there well they were here because they were popular in the first one but i just feel like even what could have been different is because they're quote unquote experienced with this since the first go around have it be much different circumstances for them to be faced with instead of like we're just kind of really trudging what worked the first time i would have actually and this you know maybe there was another cursed mummy who's cursed with a different thing mm-hmm. that would have been nice like all respect to arnold voslin don't want to <laughs> say like, it's just you know when you've already defeated somebody very thoroughly as they did like bringing him back again right? it's just like well, even when you think about the 30s and 40s movies, like, Emotep's only in the first Mummy movie, and then after that, it was always, like, Karis that people were, like, I think he had, like, a scroll that people got and used him to, like, for nefarious ends or whatever. So, like, even that would be different, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, have someone who's, like, you know, like, the curator. I would have probably had the curator guy be, like, the bad guy who mm-hmm. resurrects the mummy and can control him because he has a different fucking whatever the hell. Yeah, exactly. Or even, like, the mummy be, like, you know, just have, like, the Scorpion King be the mummy, you know? And I also feel like there's too many bad guys. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot, a lot of bad guys. <laughs> there's, uh, a, there's a whole troop of goons. And... It's hard to keep track of, and, like, a lot of them are new. Like, all of them are new, except for The Mummy. Mm. Well, to the movie's credit, I will say, in terms of being a sequel, like, they do bring back the lady who played Anaxuna Moon from the first one. Yes. Like, that, I thought that was cool in terms of, like, okay, like, that's some of the positive ways this was being a sequel to the first one, in terms of bringing her back and giving her a little, like, I... villainous arc, but... Something different would have been so much more, like, Yeah. Make her the villain. I don't know. Yeah, I, and I think the only thing we can do is get right into it. But, like, the the, the so many plot conveniences gets old fast. Very fast. Very, very fast. It it plays a little too, like, granted, I'm not going to say that this needs to be high art and needs to be narratively locked the fuck down. No. Like, I'm not expecting that, but, like, it just feels clumsy Yeah, well, in I, the way I that think, it's presented. Exactly, and I think because, like, it really is just... To me, it just feels like, oh, look at all the things that audiences loved from the first one. We're just going to do all of those again, but longer, with some new cool stuff. But make it extraordinarily longer. More, yeah, and it's just—it's like a big yeah, this toy is... commercial to a certain extent too. Yeah, this one's a flat two hours, mm-hmm. and uh, feel like this one could be cut down. Oh, much, so much could be cut down. It feels and long too. It does. Yeah, I was there. Was some moments there, and we'll point it out where it's very much like a oh my god, just just Come fucking. On. Cut the I camera. Knew. Cut the camera. 
Like, I, I can think of, like, ten minutes right off the cuff that I would cut out, and you could actually make it work exactly the fucking same. Yeah. Like, anyway. So our uh, our movie begins with uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. 5,000 oh, years ago. What? We didn't even bring that up. Yeah, The Rock is here. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's here for, you know, a few minutes. He's here for a cup of coffee in the big dad. Yeah, this was like, this made the news, him being in movies. Because isn't this his first movie gig? This is his, like, first, it, it may not be his first movie gig, but it's his first big notable one. Yeah, like, this he, is, was, he was featured in the trailers a lot. Like, yeah, well, he's super, super, this is 2001. Mm-hmm. He is crazy over mm-hmm. in, like, this is the height of, well, the tail end of the Attitude Era of uh wrestling so the rock is a big deal yeah. and it was sort of a big deal to see him in movies because like up until that point the only other kind of major you had roddy piper but the only major wrestler you had in movies is hulk hogan and yeah. those <laughs> very wildly between yeah. bad and very bad and i guess jesse ventura but like i'm not gonna bring up abraxas much more well, than just that was, reference jesse was in uh predator yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, but so, like outside of that. Yeah, like it's, nobody's in like big major starring roles. Yeah, they're like yeah, but, featured. And like at the time, it was just kind of like, oh, you got The Rock. You know, yeah. now it's like he's just this massive superstar actor, and it's like, mm. of course, you got The Rock. It's kind of a big deal. But here, it's completely different. Yeah, but um, still, I I do remember that like being on the news and stuff, and you know, being like he was in all of the promotions for this movie really heavily focused on, because like you said, he was so over that everybody fucking loved the love, love the rock Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is, uh, he is our scorpion king. Mm-hmm. Attacking and Thebes 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago in the future. And yeah, <laughs> he, there's a, there's a big old battle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, and then, you know, they went, and then he just starts wandering the desert. Yeah, because I guess the Thebans uh, repulsed the Scorpion King and his Whoa. army. Ah! It doesn't <laughs> matter what your name is. <laughs> and fucking, and beep. I, we don't know why the Scorpion King is attacking, presumably just for his own amusement. And I, they are, huh? Yeah, I, I was like. You know, it's like, yep, he's a scorpion king, and he's a big old badass. And he attacked Thebes, and then he wandered the desert. <laughs> yeah, because like, oh. he lost. What a badass was he! <laughs> and, just it, like... and everybody in his army died except for him. Well, wow. Yeah. You know, you got Hannibal, and then, and then him, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and then as he's in the desert, he's he reaches, and he asks the gods, or the specific god was Anubis. It, uh, Anubis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the dark god Anubis, which again, totally not his, his fucking <laughs> like... his realm, but whatever. Uh, As if he's like, I will give you my soul if you give me a means to destroy Thebes. And Anubis is like, all right, that sounds like a cool deal. So sends up, bored. Uh, sends, up a, <laughs> sends up a scorpion from the from the sand, and the you know scorpion king, being the scorpion king, is like, ah, this looks like something that I can appropriately snack on. And he no, does. I. I, I thought he was gonna be like, yes, my first, my first peon. I am your king. You must recognize me. I will build a castle. <laughs> mm, yes, 
You are my scorpion surf. <laughs> like he's a Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Calling upon the dark god of, uh, yeah. Uh, set yeah, would be kinda, so much more appropriate, but I was that's like, neither here nor there. I was like calling down the dark god Hephaestus. <laughs> it's like she's not the dark god at all. He's <laughs> <laughs> like calling down the dark god Apollo. <laughs> yes, the sun god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Trivia, the god of three rivers. <laughs> Trivia, the god of... of uh, sweeteners yeah uh, activia the god of yogurt <laughs> like, i don't really think this is <laughs> i don't think that's how that works uh, all right sure whatever here you go uh, but and, uh, uh, yes he finds the <laughs> gets the pact and then he gets a uh, a badass new army mm-hmm. of a new bites who to- still to this day i love these guys i love their look I love the whole thing. They're like, they look like basically Anubis, and they all each have like appropriate weapons, and they're just they're awesome. I always oh, yeah. love this opening opening scene, actually. Yeah, and uh, then like, oh well, and an oasis springs up too from this spot, mm-hmm. like his home base, and uh, yeah, they he rolls in and Thebes uh, is destroyed. Got what yep. he wanted. And then it's like, well, deal's over. <laughs> you know, we're going to, I met my end of the bargain. Now I claim your soul forever. And Anubis takes uh, the rock and his army with him. And I guess into the into the pyramid for fuck all or nothing for 5,000 years. Well, and his bracelet oh, yeah. falls off. Yeah, the rock has a bunch of spasms and his bracelet falls off. Yeah, and that's like no lines. <laughs> no, he doesn't say a fucking thing. <laughs> He's not in the movie again. Not as such. That's why he said he gets like what a minute two of fucking full on screen time. Yeah, I Which mean, makes sense. I mean, you could, he was for you the know. time, but now it's just sort of like, wow, that's yeah. all he did with the rock, huh? Yeah, but yes, his friendship bracelet falls. His mm-hmm. magical friendship bracelet, and uh, yeah, and uh, now there, he's just there waiting to tell. It's kind of clunky. Uh, I don't really understand why why the Scorpion King is cursed in the same way that uh, like Imhotep. I kind of well, get. I get I get this. So as I understand it, the villain's plan is they're going to resurrect Imhotep because Imhotep, in their minds, will be powerful enough to kill the Scorpion King. And if you kill the Scorpion King, you get command of his army to do with whatever you want with. I guess, presumably, if you were a nice enough guy, you kill the Scorpion King, you can command that army to like commit world peace. But <laughs> fucking, well, uh, their plan is to well, take over the world. Well, and um, I also have to remind you what a stupid fucking plan that is, because isn't Imhotep already going to destroy the... What makes you think he's just going to be like, yeah, okay, we'll rule the world together. Well, if they got the reincarnated Anaxuna Moon on their side, I think that that, you know, leverage. That's how I mm. presume uh, the story's supposed to pan out. But also, like, we don't need to do Imhotep again. Like, we could... any I don't know. I Yeah, that's the that's that's the kicker. Where it's just, And then, 
like he gets depowered anyway. So what was the fucking point of all of this? <laughs> you know, people <laughs> loved him. <laughs> it's like, was that why? Was it just like? I man, think I that it was people, it. I think people we gotta were get just more like, of that Vosloo. Yeah, yeah, bring him back. We need more. Well, he basically they do are like. They are like, we need more of that Vosloo, because he basically goes back to full-on Vosloo form very quickly. Yeah. Like, he, like, eats three dudes, and then he's back to being full-on Vosloo. He's he's maximum Vosloo. <laughs> he's, like, 100% Vosloo. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, remember him? He was in the Darkman sequels. Yeah. He also voices Black Adam sometimes. Maximum Vosloo. <laughs> 100% Vosloo. Yeah, so we're... In, uh, was it 1930 something? Three, 1933. Gotcha. Yeah. In, uh, back in Egypt. Yep. Like we never and loved. Nope. And we got, uh, our badass Shadow Rick, is what I put it. He's, he's, he's a very cool opening with mm-hmm. for what they do for Rick. Um, and he's checking for traps, checking for invisible traps. Mm hmm. And then that fucking kid comes <laughs> in. <laughs> that, that, that kid scares the shit out of him, nearly gets shot. Yeah. Ah! It's like, I'm Cousin Oliver. I'm like, yeah, you're my <laughs> son. Yeah, you're my wayward son. Yeah. Um, we brought you here to imminent <laughs> danger. Because we were hoping something might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why don't you go pluck some scarabs off the wall, kid? <laughs> why don't you, you know, go uh, go look out in the sand for something? You know, out in the real, real deep desert. We'll we'll call you for you when you're ready. Yeah, you know, why don't you go wait in the temple? We got cars uh, waiting. St- yeah, <laughs> um, and Evie's there too, reading the wall. Mm-hmm. There's stuff on the wall, but she's reading it. <laughs> she's reading it. She's not just and like fuck- <laughs> what. And a fucking coral snake comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, she's like, motherfucker, and she kicks it at Rick. Yeah, it's just like, you know those things are poisonous, and she's like, only if it bites you. And I'm like, no, it's venomous. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah, and it's still venomous right now because it's not dead. No, he's actually, if anything, pissed. But I, I... <laughs> But I guess he learned his lesson. Don't fuck with the librarian. Well, no, it was. A, it's also one of those fake ones because it is like, uh, is red and black, not mm-hmm. yellow. Is the the yellow is the what makes them deadly? Ah. You kick, remember that, you know. No, I don't. red touches black. You're you're okay, Jack. Red touches yellow. You're a dead fellow. Oh, I thought that was just in case. To, like disarming bombs. No, no. <laughs> As it turns out, you can use whatever wires you want when I'm making bombs. That I always thought if I became a mad bomber that I'd make all the wires red just to fuck with them. Right? I'll teach just, you. Ah! <laughs> but no, it has nothing to do. Like, wait, it's the red, the red insulation is the one. Like, there's a fucking manual. Like, you read it and just like, oh, I have to use the some red. Some of these As, say, you know, some of these old wives' tales <laughs> say it's the biggest According to International Bomb Making <laughs> Convention, I have to use the red wire. Yeah, you know. It's like, you know, tying onions to your feet while you sleep will detox you or whatever. Weird fears. <laughs> Weird fears. <laughs> uh, 
No, this is like the that's a coral snake and king snakes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the one snake tries to pretend to be the venomous snake, so people so uh, it's left the fuck alone. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I now I know if I ever run afoul of a reptile. You know, I don't know why this has been said so much. I don't even (laughs) think they're native to America. Like, why would I know that? Be prepared, goddammit. I barely, I work from home. I barely leave my apartment. Like, fucking snakes are gonna attack. Yeah, you never know. Uh it's just oh, I need to worry for venomous fucking snakes. That's what I gotta worry about. Yeah, go outside, beware. Anything, <laughs> anything, anything can happen. Murphy's yeah, law. Just be prepared for anything. <laughs> you know, where, like, the advanced uh... form of boy scouting, <laughs> where you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Burn off your fingerprints so they can never find you. <laughs> be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Doomsday Prepper badge. Uh, like Doomsday Prepping, or it's just like, yeah, you gotta like have a bug out bag with you at all times. You never know when the world's governments are gonna collapse. Without warning, just be prepared to run. <laughs> I always just watch those Doomsday Prepper shows, just taking notes, and like, that's the first guy I'm gonna kill. I always want to assert myself and become the raider. Yeah, right? They just, like, gave their position off to the whole world. You <laughs> like, fool. Fuck that you fool. <laughs> as soon as the world's government collapses, I'm going to wear my leather chaps because that's appropriate raiding gear, and I'm coming after you. Yeah, we're driving your, to Wyoming or wherever the fuck for, you are. For your gasoline. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's all I... Everything I know about being a post-apocalyptic raider involves leather. I don't know why. Fallout and Mad Max both made me think this. Uh, it's cheap. You know, yeah. It's, uh, Here you go. Here's your leather available. pants. They don't breathe, and mm-hmm. you're going to be warm as fuck. Yeah, but don't gonna, worry. It's going to fuel your rage so you raid more. You see, yeah. you're going to be raiding for appropriate pants. That's all they want. Yeah, a decent pair of pants. Solomon Grundy wants pants, too. <laughs> Anyway, so they're going to the tomb, and uh, uh, Evie reads the that it uh, lets Rick just fucking kick down the door, basically, mm-hmm. big to kick down the big stone slab. Yeah, and it's the the I believe they say it's the king, of the, the tomb of the Scorpion King, or something of the Scorpion King, something like that. But yeah, there's bodies everywhere. You know, it, it looks like a crime scene, and uh, yeah. And, and uh, Evie starts fucking hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, apparently that snake did bite her because she's tripping balls. Yeah, uh, this is just something that's been happening, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since like six weeks ago, since the start of, like, they're in the year of the scorpion as well, so I guess that's important. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, of course, you can't have it. It has to be on your year. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, yeah, that's the that's the time you know when you're finally ready to come out of your five thousand year hibernation. Mm-hmm. After five thousand years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> finally, my dream. And uh, yeah, she has a full blown fucking hallucination of this area. And uh, honestly, once we figure out why, I'm I'm still confused as to why she would remember. Like, whatever. Uh, but it's. Uh, she's shown that there's a door locking mechanism that's way too fucking complex for its own good. Mm-hmm. It involves like spin it this way, now spin it back, yeah, and like it's, it's closed. Yeah. 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 She's like, hold on. 
this is a Unix system. I can open this. And, <laughs> and it doesn't have balls. Because it has a fucking, it has the key left in it. Mm-hmm. You just have to spin it a few times. <laughs> well, how would Rick know which way to spin it? I mean, it, as if, looks like you just spin it one way and then you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, you it's spin like it your back. basic fucking lock that would be on a high school locker. Yeah, except it has no numbers even. Mm-hmm. And then it opens and you're like, oh, you're starting to freak me out. And uh, yeah, gunmen appear now. Yeah, uh, raiders. We don't get. We don't. They're not get wearing these. leather though. No, these are just. Uh, these are pre-apocalyptic raiders. Uh-huh. Once the apocalypse happens, though, you switch to leather. Yep. <laughs> it's in the handbook. That's the rules. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's three of them. We get one of their names later. It's like the the wormy guy's name is Spivey. Yeah. Well, there's like. Not Billy the Kid, there's the leader, and this anything is cursed guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like, he's this, like the Ralph of fucking this movie. This place is cursed. It's yeah. got a death curse. Egypt has a death curse. And you know what? Fair play to that guy. Mm-hmm. He knows, From what, what he knows seen, what's up. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, I think he should just up and fucking leave. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. Well, the get is yeah. good. Yeah. And like, well, I'll go and kill the O'Connells. You wait here and look for clues. Mm-hmm. And, and they start looking through the pots, and the, the little kid is just like, oh, no, I need to run and think of different traps. It's just like Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use paint can- Yeah, except, and, but he's worse than Kevin McAllister. Yeah, that's true. Though Kevin McAllister and Tombs really do have a lot in common in terms of traps for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So uh, they open the intricate door. Yeah, they open it. It's the armband, right? They got the, the chest mm-hmm. that's there. And uh, it's like, oh, you know, she opens it. And it's the, the, the bracelet, the friendship bracelet of the Scorpion King. Yes. Yeah. The, <laughs> the friendship bracelet of Anubis is in there. Hey, that's important. Yeah, me and Anubis, BFFs. (laughs) Yeah, it changes color depending on your mood. Woo! I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) It's just going to be regular gold. Um, And the kid just starts shooting them with a slingshot. Mm -hmm. And the uh, the first, after the first, like, hit, dings the wormy guy, the, like, Ralph is like, this place has a death curse, we need to get out of here. And then he gets shot, and then he hears the giggles, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That kid is cursed. <laughs> that kid has a death, death curse. That kid has a death curse." And uh, yeah, he eventually the kid gets caught because, of course, he does. He's just shooting non-lethal slingshots at the guy. Yeah, like, exactly. What do you have? Shoot spitballs at him? What are you Come bullying on. them? Yeah. Shoot something he's with gonna a little bully more them to fucking, death. A little more yeah. weight to it, you know. Yeah, you gotta use ball bearings, kid. Yeah. It's like you haven't even prepared for an apocalypse. Or a grenade. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And Evie reads the, whoever opens this chest shall drink from the Nile. And she's like, that doesn't sound so bad. And, mm-hmm. and then the Nile's, uh, like, crashes through, like, the fucking Kool Aid, man. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Just, like, get ready to drink of me! That's uh, the wild and wacky Nile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
yeah, the whole place just starts flooding. So the goons leave, but not before kicking the kid's scaffolding, because that's where he's hiding, yeah. which causes him to domino all of the pillars mm-hmm. and uh, Buster Keaton his ass off. And then it's like, yeah, you know, like the first movie. Mm-hmm. He's just like Evie. Just like the life the bookshelves. Look at that. It's you know it's like poetry. Mm-hmm. It rhymes. Yeah, it's you like know? it's it's, a, it's Stephen... a callback. It's a nice, you know, it's a touch yeah. of, the, of the movie that you saw oh so long ago. Stephen Summers, positively Walt Whitman esque. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a masterful screenwriter. <laughs> uh, and the uh, looks like they're gonna drown because there's a grate up at the top and they're trying to breathe, but. You know, the whole place is just being flooded with the Nile. And then, as it turns out, all you needed to do is just, you know, redecorate, knock over a wall. Mm-hmm. And that causes all of the water to just yeah. go away. Thankfully, they were right there. Yeah, thankfully. There's not, there was so much water that it was going to drown them, but not so much water that would flood the rest of the area. Well, yeah, let's not get crazy now. And then the kid's like, Mom, Dad, I can explain. <laughs> just don't like you, kid. Oh, God. You're just too fucking precocious, and I hate it. Right. Now we see what I've only described as the evil crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, a troop of goons. Well, because they have, like, a perfect mirroring effect mm-hmm. of like are good guys so if you look at it from the perspective of you have the mummy and anax and moon as like evil counterparts to rick and evie and mm-hmm. then you have loch ness as, i know he's loch Nah, but i kept calling him loch ness <laughs> yeah i kept calling him loch Nar. uh mr echo as like an evil uh oh dead fair like oh bay mm-hmm. whatever yeah art of bay yeah they're like evil counterparts and then I don't know what the evil Jonathan would be because he's just not like um, there. But I guess the, the curator. curator. I mean, the metaphor kind of falls apart, but you yeah. kind of see what I mean. No, I get. I mean, even it works for almost in the first movie, almost because you got the evil curator. Well, evil curator, as in the Egyptologist from the first one, played by Jonathan Hyde, mm-hmm. maybe. So, but yeah, I see what you mean because yeah, that's pretty pretty much true. Like, yeah, it's like it, they have a, like, our good guys have their own counterparts mm-hmm. to, like, that. So, yeah, we have uh, the same actress that played Anax and Moon is back, mm-hmm. and she's the reincarnation of Anax and Moon for some reason. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know. Make it handy. I don't know. I was waiting for the explanation of, well, she was kind of half-assed to rein like, resurrected so yeah and that that's actually what i thought evie's visions were was like oh well she almost was she was there during that ritual so maybe some of that stuff like no it's it's worse than that yeah (laughs) it's just like out of fucking nowhere this shit oh yeah uh but yeah they're in uh they're in hamanatra we've returned to that big hole in the ground with with more people, as it turns out, the only thing you ever needed to overpower the Magi was a whole crew of workers <laughs> yeah. oh, and man. guns. 
Just more guns. And flamethrowers. Don't forget the flamethrowers. That's for the scarabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they go a-digging, and up from the ground comes bubbling scarabs. <laughs> yeah. And they eat a bunch of people, as they're wont to do. Yeah, then they get flamethrowered back, and they're like, yeah, oh, we have him, though. The mummy. He's in fossilized amber. Yeah, that, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, like oh, oh, bingo, wow. bango, mummy yeah. DNA. I, yes, that's in my fucking notes. <laughs> mummy DNA. <laughs> I was like, wait, like he's a fucking dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> and he looks like this. It's fucking. It's so strange how, like, this amber fossilized look looks. Like, it almost looks like an alien fucking embryonic sack or something. Yeah, and I was like, didn't he just fall into water? Yeah, or like some kind of spiritual <laughs> liquid? Uh, what? I, I don't know. What the hell's up with that? Um. But yeah, their their plan is to to find Imatep and the the um the three <laughs> nameless goons uh, show up and are like, nope, we didn't get the box with the friendship bracelet of the Scorpion King. The O'Connells beat us to it. They're like, well, it looks like the only place for us to go is London. Mm-hmm. The place where they live. And I guess the curator would know that, because the curator, it turns out, is the curator of the British Museum. Well, yeah, because the kid knows. He spends more time there than, he, than at home. And I was like, the conveniences just keep piling up. <laughs> they abound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... Yeah, that's, that's the only way you could have wrote that. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're at London. Uh, Evie and Rick live in a fucking Howard Hughes-ass mansion. Yeah, they do. That being an uh, international in, like, explorer and librarian things really working out. They had one camel gold. No, I guess they had all the camels of gold. I think right? they had a few of the camels, yeah. Or whatever Benny, Benny made, whatever Benny got out of there, yeah. So, prob- yeah, they probably would have a shitload of money then. Yeah, so that's but they fair. live in what I presume is Laura Croft's house. It does, doesn't it? Looks a lot yeah, like that. It looks a lot like Croft. It is there. a cool looking mansion. I gotta give props. Like the set design on that is really, really cool. Uh, and Evie is trying to sell Rick on another adventure, and Rick mm-hmm. is just. Not over it. that, yeah. He does not want any part of this. This is where some of that classic Rick O'Connell charisma does shine through, because he's yes. very much aware of like <clears throat> all of the fucking. He knows these old stories because even though he's never heard them, I love that kind of thing in his back and yeah, forth. Yeah, just Evie. like oh, let me guess, they were never found again. Mm-hmm. He's like, how did you know? Because that's how it always fucking works. <laughs> that's how it always is. I've read, yeah. I've read them all before. I, I did like that. And the fact that he wouldn't be, like, swayed by her description of it's like a sandy oasis and he'll, you know. Yeah. Like, what's your what's your angle? Yeah, well, I, I did like that. And, yeah, it, it's nice because they, they have a nice relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, genuine good chemistry. Chem- yeah, yeah, they do have a lot of very good chemistry together. It's a shame they don't spend any time, any more time <laughs> on this. I know. We have to do other things. We have to deal with fucking Alex and see what he's getting up to. Fuck this kid. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alex is, uh, he just opens the box and he sees there's a big friendship bracelet that looks 
I mean, honestly, scary as all fuck. <laughs> yeah, it basically has Anubis's head on a scorpion body, and you know. Well, and it's spiky too. It kind of reminds me of like a hair clap, like the like you know, like the oh yeah, things, like with the hair that like you put your hair in, and it's like big and like fucking clamps down on it mm. like that but for your whole fucking wrist and made of gold so it's probably heavy as fuck oh hell yeah and magical i mean it looks like it it's got a death curse and that little kid alex is like you know what that looks metal as fuck i'm trying that <laughs> i think this works with my new fall fashion <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking junior van pelt explorer <laughs> mm, i'm gonna wear this with my hufflepuff tie and schoolboy shorts <laughs> yeah uh, and he puts it on and then he gets a metal as fuck vision mm-hmm. like a vr headset and like, yeah, he Whoa! starts tripping balls and it starts taking him through a fucking uh a tour of all of egypt and he's um, like oh my god i gotta go to well, like shows him a vision of somewhere i can't remember where it's like uh well i think it starts with the great pyramid and then it goes to khartoum or something it goes farther on it's somewhere he recognizes yeah my question Though, and this this is going to come up a little later, but from the moment he puts this on, he has seven days to live. Seven whole days, yeah. That kid is fucking dead. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially considering the roundabout fucking chase that we go on to get to... You have to get to the Oasis, and then the, it'll go, like... The whole process involved with awakening in this whole bracelet... Uh, Honestly, feels impossible. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody here presumed to actually get around to waking up the Scorpion King, so it might have to feel a bit impossible. Well, because it's just like, okay, well, now you have to go here, and then you get the next part of the map, and then you go here, and then you get the next part of the map. And presumably, at the time, 3,000 years ago, you're supposed to do this on a fucking horse? You're supposed to walk? <laughs> I <don't>, like, you're <laughs> just like, <laughs> And I'm just like, for seven days? They wanted you to fucking die. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to. It's like a time trial, you know, because think of the rewards. Because then you got seven days, and then presumably you got to fucking fight the Scorpion King, too. Well, and, then, and win. And then, And thank God it's that, so nice that the Scorpion King left instructions on how to the only way to kill <laughs> on him on his wall. wall. Yeah. What a dumbass. Like, how to kill Scorpion King. <laughs> Get MacGuffin. It's like a WikiHow Mac- article plastered <laughs> on the wall. It's just like a, his pictogram instructions in case you don't know how to fucking read. <laughs> this is how a spear works, dummy. First, you have to have this tattoo. Then you can make this spear happen. Then lodge it into my fucking brain. All right. <laughs> Good deal. Have fun with the army. Well, okay. And then you take that. You have to go all the way through. You have to survive the pygmies, which I don't think are in Egypt. I think that's a completely different part of the world, but I'll let that fucking slide. And then you have to take the fucking thing. You have to put your hand in it, and then it takes your fucking hand. Yeah. I mean, whoever set this whole thing up, they were totally having it work against the person. But, you know. <laughs> they stacked the deck. <laughs> they really, as I feel like a lot of these ancient Egyptian uh, puzzles and traps were meant to, because evidently the, they don't want to, uh, it's like trying to get a Dragon Ball. It's a pain in the ass, you know? Uh, just like, you it's know. It's about the really process. Just... It's about the journey, you know, and the sacrifices <laughs> you really don't you want it. along the way. <laughs> just fucking throw it in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Like why? 
Why did you go through all this? What? <laughs> they had a long period in Egyptian history where they were into really complex puzzles. Who who devised this? Was this Anubis? Did he do this? He well, has to. Probably, I, yeah. I mean, he's got to do something to fill up all eternity. You know? Well, especially since nobody fucking worships him before. And we didn't touch on this, but, like, man, the mummy just confirms, like, yeah, no, all the Egyptian gods are real. Like, oh, and they're super fucking powerful, too. So mm-hmm. I don't know why we stopped worshiping that. Because, yeah, you know. It happens. Anyway. So, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, the kid decides to put on the bracelet and gets... Fucking, yeah, oh, yeah. Better hide this bracelet. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't tell my parents. <laughs> As though it's not like the biggest, most cumbersome thing and would weigh like 50 pounds on your wrist. <laughs> yeah, it does look like he's like <laughs> leaned to one side. <laughs> like, that thing would be, if it's made of pure gold, that thing would be heavy as fuck. Uh, it's you'd magical. Be dragging, you'd be dragging that uncomfortable piece of metal. <laughs> yeah. And you're just, oh, but don't worry, he puts one of his dad's big, heavy bronze baseball statues in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll throw him off. That way, you know, in case his parents will <laughs> take him. it somewhere and you know, look inside the box. But uh, anyway, as, as Rick and Evie are talking, she notices a bra on the on the grandfather. Like, That's not mine. Mm-hmm. And like, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. And Jonathan shows up in a different wing of the manor with some floozy mm-hmm. who is wearing clothes. So I'm presuming Jonathan's just bringing home strange every night and oh, leaving their pants. Yeah, and just leaving their underwear. They're fucking, about. you know, they're in parts unknown not half the time. Fucking Jonathan's there to party, you know. Yeah, you know the thing about uh, bringing strange women home—they love leaving their underwear everywhere. Well, I guess in 1933 they did. Yep, you can see their whole ankle. <laughs> it's the Great Depression. You bribe them with soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Jonathan breathes in like, that's why I got this thing, this staff. Yep. And it's like, you think it's just some bullshit, but no, it's actually vitally important. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. It was in the... It was in the treasure trove of stuff that was on the camels in the last one, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, they really didn't. You had to go to fucking Hominat. Man, they did not watch you kill the Scorpion King. No. Not one bit. Not one bit. Anyway, uh, he's like, so they gave me this as a token of recognition for saving the whole world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, you're great. And then just then, he gets... Uh, interrogated by our bad guys who've already uh, beaten them to London. Yeah, they fucking booked ass from Hominoptera, <laughs> which was like <coughs> lost in the middle day of the journey. Desert. Yeah, time is fucking booking on on uh, this one. Yeah, motoring uh, as they've already made it in, and uh, they think Jonathan is is Rick, mm-hmm. and like um, they have a. Uh, sword to his neck and they're like where is it where's the bracelet and he's like i have no idea what you're talking about i literally have absolutely no idea and he's like i lost it in a card game they're like well i hope you didn't and then uh anaxana moon comes in she's not really but like she is doesn't i'm just gonna call her that Mm -hmm. 
I don't think her she... character has a name, but I forget it right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's an Axuna moon. And she comes in with a whole ass motherfucking snake and like, this is an asp. <laughs> It'll fuck you up. I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is an ass. These are deadly. She goes into a whole presentation. Then she does, talks about what that fucking uh, yellow fucking red thing you were saying earlier. To yeah, it's just like this is different than a coral snake or a king snake. You can tell by the colorations. <laughs> it's like, thank you for attending my ancient Egyptian snake <laughs> TED talk. It's <laughs> oh, perfect. And, and he's like, that's oddly so, specific. That's a little too much information. And like, by the way, I'm single. As though like that's just gonna like, yeah. oh man, This'll they're gonna hit it. Over. They're gonna hit it off. You know, I know she threatened to kill me with a poisonous, <laughs> a venomous snake, but I think I can. I think I can. I can I think, I, can, I, think I can win this over. The balls on that man. <laughs> yeah. abs- he has a sword to his neck, and he's still just like, I could slice him strange before I die. <laughs> Jonathan thinks he has a magic dick. <laughs> just like. <laughs> God, I wish I could have that kind of fucking like <laughs> I that's know. some that's that's some magical overconfidence this given the situation. A man who is uh he's definitely certain of himself, that's for sure. And uh he gives some bullshit response as to where it is. And they're just like, Yeah, what they're gonna hit you with the ass and he's like, I thought you said we'd you'd let me live and I'm like, we don't ever recall making such an arrangement. Mm-hmm. And, and to like, be fair, if you rewind the tape, they don't. I, no, they don't. He just made assumptions. And he's mm-hmm. like, so that's it? Goodbye? So long? Or good luck? And he's like, I don't recall ever saying good luck. Stop dragging this out. We are going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick walks in, and he's like, whoa, Jonathan, looks like you're ready to party. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody had fun. Yeah. Anyway, you kooky kids, uh, we gotta. it's a late night. You would be done by midnight here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he rushes into action as uh, yeah, he catches it, and then they get into a, a big old fight with the snake where Rick catches everything. <laughs> yeah. They throw a snake at him. He catches the snake. They throw a knife at him. He catches the knife. <laughs> Rick O'Connell, he's got fucking head on a swivel. You throw anything at the man, he'll catch it. He's fucking That's- superhuman in that regard. That's it's just a superpower, like you throw something at him, he'll catch it. Yeah, that's just how he is, man. He could play fucking first base. Uh huh. You throw it, poof. (laughs) This is important for the future. Mm -hmm. This is subtle writing. (laughs) This is like we're throwing it right at you, and Rick catches it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the rest of the goons come in, uh, and, including Loch Ness, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, yeah, I need, I need that chest. It's, it's important. And the rest of the fucking goon squad, including one that looks like Abed from Community, but I checked, it is definitely not Abed from Community. Okay. That's like the, like, not the main goon, but he's oh, like... Oh, is he the guy that, like, has, like, one of the most, uh fucking tragic deaths in the whole movie because people like get stabbed to the heart immediately and then just gets left there while he's still alive yes yeah yeah that that guy guy. i know right um but yeah that evie goes in and just starts like kicking ass Mm -hmm. actually 
Well, and not then, just Evie, but who who comes in to make the save? But Ardeth Bay and Ardeth Bay and Lochnar look each look at each other like ah, my old enemy. I know, and he he starts making claims like you fight well for a Magi, as though he's some part of some other order that's more badass, but. If such a thing exists, we don't hear it. Yeah, they don't bring like, it up. Although, I, presumably, they might because all of the goon squad pretty much wear the same uh, outfit. Sad they have the I same just thought look. they shopped at the same place. Yeah, the curator was real, real big on they everybody just, wearing the same sort of outfit. How will everyone know that you're my boys? Mm-hmm. You, you got to have a thing, a thematic element that ties you together. Yeah. Like pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, fucking denim. <laughs> Three hundred boys ready to fucking rob this mall. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta have something like an element complete the look. Mm-hmm. They're looking fancy and they're red. They they really pop. Um, but yeah, they have a a big old fight. But at the end, they take the chest and they kidnapped Evie. Um. I presume to open the chest, or I guess just to kill her. One of the two. I think just I think to kill her once they resurrected Emotep. Of like, hey, we got look, check this out. Fucking uh, bonus to the fucking bracelet of the Scorpion King. Yeah, you remember how you wanted to resurrect her into her body? You don't need to do that. We're gonna yeet her into a fire. Yeah, and that, I mean, that'll complete. make you feel better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, the kid was like, oh, that's the curator of the British Museum. And they're like, oh, no. Well, we got to get the, the bracelet back. Otherwise, you know, the world would be doomed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, I wouldn't say that. And he shows that he's wearing the bracelet. Yeah. And uh, Bay is like, like, you fucking fool. You goddamn buffoon. What have you done? You set, you set aside a whole chain of events that could bring about the entire apocalypse. And it's just like. Yeah, man, chill out. Hey, come down. Lay, lay off the kid. You Everyone know? get into my prize car. Yeah. This is like, this is going to be a classic, you know, in like 12 <coughs> years. Yeah, man, this thing gets five feet to the gallon. <laughs> yeah, it's a gas guzzler. Anyway, yeah. So they do they ride to the, yeah, they ride to the British Museum. Yep. Uh, and they... It's like, all right, annoying kid and Jonathan, you two comic relief characters, wait in the car. Uh, we go to the trunk, and it's a fucking armory in the trunk. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this is Rick O'Connell we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ardeth Bay takes the Thompson. He takes the shotgun. They go in there, and uh, they've already resurrected uh, Emotep by the time mm-hmm. they get in there. Uh, because yeah, they did show that they had the book of the the book of the dead and the book of the living. Yeah, or the other one, book of Horus or something. Yeah, like that. the gold book, book and of Amon like, Ra. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like we don't need this big gold book. It's heavy as shit. I don't yeah. want it. Fuck it. <laughs> and they just clunk it on the ground. Do you also? This struck me as kind of. I don't know why this kind of irked me, but so they resurrect Emotep, and Emotep's walking around like nothing happened. Like, literally, yeah. like, oh, I wasn't totally, like, defeated, like, however many years ago. Because first thing he's asked is, like, what year is it? And they're like, oh, it's the year of the Scorpion. Like, that's any fucking <laughs> yeah. proper oh. indicator. Oh, thank you. Well done. Oh, huh. The year of the Scorpion. It's not like we have 12 different years that it could <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I also thought the same. And it's like, uh, okay, but, like, which one? Mm-hmm. 
be like asking like what year is it it's the year of the dragon yeah cool. is that enough information for you to go out <laughs> yeah also you know he lives in like a pre i guess giving him the answer of like 1933 would not mean anything to him either no probably not i'm sure that there's an internal uh egyptian calendar somewhere that somebody still remembers but even still like that's pretty fucking vague yeah and yeah he looks all mummified but he has his eyes and his tongue that's the thing i noticed i was Mm -hmm. like oh i guess you get to keep that the scarabs go for those first well he's like he's like halfway there you know that way when he absorbs three guys instead of four you know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got that extra fourth. He's one yeah. quarter more human than he, he was before. He kept fucking Mr. Burns' eyes and his tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is Strub. <laughs> uh, sorry, the idea... The guy being named Mr. Burns just every time. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, also, Ardeth Bay notices that Rick has a tattoo on his arm that he'd never noticed before. Yeah, and then he says some sort of like poetic phrase, like he's gonna like turn out to be an agent of the shadow or something. Yeah, it's he... like the sun <laughs> is shining, but the ice is slippery. Oh my god, you know this? And like, they never expand on like why Rick would know that. It's like you have eventually. Let's just go through this whole fucking stupid arc yeah, now this, because this it goes nowhere. Very, it's very silly. So remember how in the first one, Rick has like that. I don't know what it's called, but he has like a arm gar- covering arm guard, not like ex- a yeah, like a bracer. Yeah, kinda. there you go. It's like a leather bracer around one. One of his arms. Well, under that is this tattoo, and that tattoo means a whole lot of stuff. But apparently, I don't know if Rick Rick says they slapped him on him on an while he was in an orphanage an orphanage in Cairo. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't under yeah. So he's apparently like uh, I was like chosen wait. one. So I was like, wait, he's an orphan from Cairo. When did he join the French Foreign Legion? I just thought he joined the French Foreign Legion. I did too. Why, why does he have this whole like weirder backstory of being like, oh, look at the kid from the Cairo orphanage? Yeah, yeah and we just tattoo all of our children here in case they become chosen ones. Mm-hmm. But he become he's like a fucking super magi. Yeah, I guess. Or just, it's you like know, it's like you have a power hidden in your heart. They never do anything to unlock that power or anything. Like you'd think that, like no, you know, in mean, other it's, movies, it's not like it's not like a power, as in like a big superpower sort of thing. The power is his own personal drive to kill the Scorpion King. <laughs> he was the, hit him the, the whole time, not, Dumbo. It, it's the desire to not die more than the other guy. Yeah. So uh, if anything pointless uh, <laughs> it is the whole thing's like, stupid <laughs> like, fucking steven summers <laughs> i was thinking about this uh how much do you remember of van helsing not much well when we watch van helsing which we will at some point steven summers has a real thing for that storytelling tool of like there being a chosen one to defeat a great i mean you know he's not the only one it's a tale as old as time but like specifically it just struck me that like wow he did that like twice because van helsing has a similar kind of shtick in uh in his movie but like i just don't think you need it no it's completely unnecessary you're making them more special than they need to be well and also the same with uh 
Because, yeah, it's like, oh, it's all three sides of the pyramid, your family. And it's like, like Arden, you're, you're starting to sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, not going <laughs> to Like, because, <laughs> like, okay, we'll get into this, too. Fuck it. Let, okay. Let's, Evie yes. is also the reincarnation of Nefertiti. Mm-hmm. The daughter of uh, Seti the First. Yeah. Yes, I guess because it's all faded to, I Well, because her mother uh, was Egyptian is yeah. about the only thing that makes it okay. Yeah. Kind of. Even though Rachel Weisz is totally not looking Egyptian. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's Hollywood. But, like, <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, again, reincarnation and all that's a big part of the Mummy franchise, you know? And they, like, just... they played with that, like, in the first one, but it, it was more like... She, he thought, Imhotep thought she was the reincarnation of a Noxuna moon, or at least what had the spiritual essence of a Noxuna moon. Like, uh, no, apparently it just, you know, no, he's the uh, Pharaoh's daughter. Yeah. Who I guess, cause, as we're gonna find out from uh, their, the Nefertiti and Noxuna moon fight, later, uh, Nefertiti is the guardian of the bracelet of Anubis, so I guess that's also why, that all came into play and then she has like weird ancestral memories that she unlocks which yeah makes it's her like a able to Creed. yeah it's exactly a lot like that and i feel like it's completely unnecessary it's just to yeah. jumpstart why they were there in the first place and well and it just it's like way to overcomplicate something that was totally not broken like like they're trying to I don't know. Like, yeah, they're just trying the, to justify, the... like, so much of, like, why these people can do what they do when I really just feel like if it wasn't trying to just go back and tread over old ground with connecting fr- to the first one again, we could have had something so much more interesting. You know? It'd be like if all the Indiana Jones movies tried to connect somehow, you know? Or, like, yeah, or like if it found out, like, that Indiana Jones was the reincarnation of the fucking knight's tomb filled with the rats or whatever, you know? Yeah, like, Indiana Jones, you're Gilgamesh, and so because you are, you're able, like, what? Yeah, like, no, when did this that, happen? Yeah, why? It's Yeah, like you said, it's, com- it's overly complicated. Yeah. For what is essentially, take magic thing to this place and kill this guy. Yeah, essentially what we did the first time around. Yes, but now we have like five different layers of obfuscation <laughs> with way more fucking steps. Like, you know, when you <laughs> mentioned like the uh, pygmy thing, that's, uh, I always thought that they kind of missed a cool opportunity where like, you know, other cultures have mummies of their own. We could have, you know, gone worldwide and seen, you know, uh, they kind of do with the third one though i think they with tomb of the dragon emperor but i haven't seen that one but i haven't seen tomb of the dragon emperor but you know what but... i mean like that that could have been interesting yeah i mean i think there's just i think there's a better way to tell this and yeah i think that's why a lot of it falls flat like the action scenes it's fine it's not a bad movie no it's not poorly made it's just it's overly complicated overly long and it just kind of misses what made the first one so memorable and charming by and then also calling back to a movie that you'd kind of rather be watching exactly yeah like the one that you think about more There's a reason that I watched the first one a lot, and I've only seen this, like, three times. Right. And, uh, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, uh, they do the ritual. Imhotep's back, uh, and then he just sees O'Connell because they just start shooting. Mm-hmm. And he, well, he rescues Evie from the fire. Yeah, and then he grabs a fucking vase and just summons mummies from dust. Yeah, he summons the soldier mummies from the first one. Basically, I'm going to say that because that's essentially what he did. They do the same shtick with the screaming yeah. at Rick and the whole thing. They do the whole thing again. The whole the whole song and dance. It's, it's nice like, that they collected all those soldiers into that urn for just in case Emotep needed them. You rehydrate them for later, like in Batman. Yeah, uh, like uh, like the onions for a fucking White Castle slider. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so they... They hightail it out of the museum. Um, but, yeah, Jonathan panics and breaks a car key inside the ignition. So he... <laughs> not, not for no reason, but, yes, that's essentially what happened. Because him and Alex go into Rick's car, and then they, yeah, they basically have a little meltdown panic. And then they get a fucking <laughs> double-decker buzz. Because, you know, that's, that's the thing that's needed in this situation. The only thing that can really ratchet up the tension. So all of them hop into the bus, and the mummies destroy Rick's car, his beloved, beloved car. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to the credit, this is a fun little chase sequence where the mm-hmm. mummies are, like, crawling on the walls, and they're shooting them and all that. Yeah. Yep. So, uh... Oh, yeah, and then uh, they ask fight, and then uh, Jonathan... He's driving, and he makes the double-decker bus a convertible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I could destroy can't remember how he does it. He destroys the whole top of the fucking... Uh... He drives over something that's too low. Ah, yeah. And it just takes the... Peels the top off of the double-decker bus. Mm-hmm. Opens it like a tin can. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of other... You, you know, yada, yada. They get on London Bridge, and... Uh, then the uh, bad guys steal the kid. Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, thank God he's over. We'll <laughs> throw him overboard. Let's just make a new one. And it's... Uh, we can. And it is OK, Evie. We can make another one. And, and instead of doing what I would have done if I was an evil guy and just chopping the fucker's arm off and taking the bracelet. They're like, no, we need him alive. Yeah, I guess because there's our well, there's here's what's extra fucking stupid. Okay, I guess there's also arbitrary rules with having this kid come along because Emotep talks to Alex and he's like, ah, uh, you didn't know, you didn't read the full, you didn't read all the instructions on the box, you <laughs> dummy. Because fucking, uh, uh, if you don't make it through into the pyramid on the seventh day, uh, H hour. You fucking, you're gonna be all the life is gonna be drained out of your body, and your friendship bracelet will be over. Well, and then yeah, and it's by the time the light touches it, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, sunrise in ancient Egypt is fast. <laughs> yeah, booking ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally three a.m. It's a line. Nobody told us that that fucking oasis was three quarters of a mile away from the sun. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, the only thing I can compare it to is remember the day after tomorrow when they're trying to outrun cold? Yeah, and they have to, like, raise the clock to beat back the cold. Because if it touches them, they'll die instantly. 
because they're warm, but they have to have fire to stop the cold. It's exactly... <laughs> it's like in a perfect fucking circle, too. It has to be in a wide area. <laughs> cold can run you the fuck down. <laughs> oh, God. That is... I mean, we're jumping ahead, but, like, honestly, this is where the movie just, like, grinds to a we're fucking dragging. halt. This is, yeah. Um, For, like... 30 fucking minutes yeah, I much. swear of just like oh my god like nothing it's like you could cut this down basically so much of this down like and they do they do a whole montage of uh, you know Alex well, is on a train and so they gotta go to these basic places so Alex can you know fucking have a conniption so he can see the next part of their fucking journey well yeah cause he's Mr. Echo is guarding him it's the same guy Loch Ness is the same guy that was Mr. Echo in Lost yes and, and uh, he's like I gotta go to the bathroom and I'm like <laughs> I can't do it if you're watching me and then he like moves the shitter which is just a hole it's so fucking gross because there's still a pipe that's leaking fucking fluid water out. it's just leaking water I, I presume it's just making shit water all the way down the railroad track <laughs> it's so goddamn foul I, I presume but, that's probably how they did it back in the day. Probably still on have the a, day. But. I think you have a tank. You just put your shit water in. Well, I mean, but, it yeah. is 1933, so. So, yeah. Alex O'Connell crawled through a river of shit <laughs> came out clean on the other side. As he books it, and the dudes are just, like, there's dudes on the top of the train because they have no ticket. Mm. And so they're just shooting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, remember those other goons that, like, the three, like, they're, oh, this place is cursed. Mm -hmm. They find the uh, the jars or whatever, and then they open the jars, and then they get, like, eaten so well, that the mummy can they, get skid. What, what happens is they come in because they found, oh, they found the box that had the fucking, they found the box, right? And yeah, they, that's... They brought it back to the curator, and then, like, we want it for fucking 10,000. But the curator's like, we, uh, we agreed for five, and then... And Noxuna Moon is like, ah, we will take them to our proper fucking intermediary for this deal doing business. Come, follow yeah. me, gentlemen. And then they are met by uh, Imhotep, who uh, promptly eats them. Yeah, and also Imhotep, I guess, speaks English because Alex knows how to speak Egyptian. Um, I guess he just picked it up. Yeah. Um, it's mostly probably just so that we could just hear Arnold Vosloo do lines. Yeah, without all this the yeah. subtitles or whatever but yeah he kills the the robber dudes mm -hmm. um because i guess he took all those uh jars and put them into a nice box after he died what a real nice guy yeah real sweetheart yeah <laughs> just like yeah well now i'll uh put these back into the uh into the box just mm -hmm. in case i die <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, he is Egyptian. You got to be prepared for the afterlife. Just uh, you know, you just get my Mizan Plus available. You know, I mean, my plan to take over the world's pretty much succeeding as I planned. But mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you never know. You know, just be prepared. Boy Scouts. <laughs> Imhotep's part of the ancient Boy Scouts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so scout. so anyway. Alex Dufresne crawls through a river of shit and comes out clean on the other side and then goes and has more another fucking spirit quest uh, as Rick and Evie 
and Jonathan uh, meet up with, I think his name's Izzy or Izzy. Dizzy? Izzy. Okay. Or isn't he? And uh, he has a fucking dirigible. <laughs> yeah. The fastest form of fucking transport in 1930s uh-huh. Earth. 1933. Just right Hindenburg time. Best time to do it. And he just fills that fucker up. And yeah, it, it, it fucking books, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Everyone says how fucking fast Zeppelins are. Yeah, you remember those famous Zeppelin races that they used to have? <laughs> <laughs> they fucking deck those mothers out. Yeah, he's just like planes. Nobody does planes anymore. Fucking planes are Zeppelins. fucking bitches. Zeppelins for the win. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, and this Zeppelin, uh, by the way, I, I know I mentioned it, but the CGI in this one is also very dodgy in particular. It, it, is, once, not, it is not aged well. One spot in particular. Oh, the dirigible itself? Well, the dirigible, but yeah, you can tell like very clearly, like they're trying, but I was talking about the Scorpion King himself. Oh, I thought looks, we would talk about it when we got there. Oh yeah, no, but like just teasers yeah. for for about a half an hour. Even at the time, man, because I was excited oh, no, to yeah. see this, and then when they finally reveal them, it's like, oh no. Yeah, let's cool let's put concept, a pit, but let's put a pit in that. Yeah. We'll come back to we'll come back to him. You bet your sweet bippy. So yeah, the uh, this is where we have our vision of Nefertiti. She's on their when they're on the dirigible. Like I said, it's it's just any of these scenes could happen in like any order. Well, and also, you can skip it because you know exactly what the fuck is going to happen. No, no, no new information is going to be imparted in any of this that they no. won't bring up later. So it's all redundant. But she's like, yeah, I remember now. I used to have sci fights mm-hmm. <sighs> with uh, an ox and a moon. And yeah, and the pharaoh's like, oh, look, I. I have my uh, my side piece and my daughter, and they can fight really good to the death. And I was like, "Yeah, well, why they would you have fighting, your... They weren't fighting for the death. It was like as what I as I understood it, whoever won would uh, guard guard one thing, and then whoever lost would guard the book of the not the bracelet of Anubis. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what yeah. the main thing was. I think it's the. I can't remember right now. It's... It doesn't it doesn't, matter. does not fucking matter. No, but it's like a whole thing. Like, yeah. they have a big fight. Like, like a, yeah, like a bikini side fight. Yeah, people were clamoring for that in 2001. Yeah, and like with flips and shit. It's mm-hmm. really over the top and unnecessary, actually. Yeah, that's why I say you can pretty much just skip the whole thing, because you know exactly what the fucking outcome's going to be, so... I mean, it just sets up another fight at the end, kind of. Yeah, kind of. That's a good way to put it. Um, but yeah, and also, you know, it it adds in a little bit of stuff from because they reuse some footage, mm-hmm. you know. And but everybody's back. The, yeah. So they, she's the uh, Nefertiti is the one that's just like, oh shit, my dad's being stabbed. You guys <laughs> yeah. should go do something. Oh my god. Yeah, because she's <laughs> As, like literally across the way. And can peer right into her dad's fucking harem balcony. And she has nothing better to do than to just 
yeah, watch you know. that. It's either look and, at the stars or watch your dad bang his wife. Well, or uh, Imhotep. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's just like, Pharaoh's guards, go do stuff. And it's like, oh, shit. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. You you covered up that thing that we were definitely asking questions yeah, about. more expansion. Yeah. Like, oh, man, how did the Pharaoh's guards know to go to the Pharaoh? Just any of this, man. I, oh, man. Like, why, if we're going to have to do the reincarnation thing, why couldn't, like I said, if you're not doing Emotep, why not her be in reincarnation for some other Pharaoh or some other, you know? Like, if you have to. It's just so convenient, it all feels. Yeah, I feel like it kind of undermines what Evie's coolness was in the first one, like her just being so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and proud of being a librarian. Yeah, like, there was some, you know, I kind of liked that. It added some fun dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. Having her also be a reincarnated badass, I feel like, just... Yeah, like, I, I'm cool with her, like, knowing how to, like, you know, punch some dudes or, like, you know, fire some guns and Shoot. stuff. Because that's, that's, you know, been... some, some times past, that's fair. But where she totally just now is, like, fucking Hawkman, she can just return, retain <laughs> yeah. all those fucking ancient memories is, like... It's a bit much. It's a hat on a hat. Yeah. It's like nobody needs this. Like, I, I don't know. I That's my opinion anyway. And I feel like a lot of that kind of bookwormy smartness goes to Alex, and Alex is the fucking worst. Yeah, he's not great. It's just... Mm. And again, we're sacrificing more of the fun character moments that made the mummy really fun. Mm-hmm in favor of this yeah it's like we took all the wrong lessons from the first one or fucking what probably happened studio executives took all the wrong lessons from the first one right and uh yeah so they've chained the kid up at the wherever the hell oh yeah also uh anox and the moon is actually resurrected as in her true form gets her spirit back in her body which i believe means that the world is going to end by the first one but fuck it who cares oh no his immortality is taken away the that uh, <coughs> that 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 they nipped that in the bud in the last one don't worry fucking yeah, previous he, contract was terminated yeah he has like part of his powers it's kind of in a weird spot since mm-hmm. they have to backpedal <laughs> Yeah, they do have to backpedal. And then they also do this fucking thing where, like, when Emotep goes in the Scorpion King's lair, once he, like, passes over a fucking the forked seal or whatever, fucking he loses all his powers. I know, and it's like, so you're telling me that the Your mummy returning plan, was fucking pointless. Yeah, the, this whole thing was just <laughs> not. Wow. Man, those fucking Egyptian gods think of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> just uh hmm. anyway so the kid's chained up and he's like can i have some water and he makes sand castles mm-hmm. and that tells where they need to go and this whole fucking chase of them going back and forth and multiple sand castles is why i'm like nobody was ever supposed to make this journey yeah. they go to like five different places <laughs> i know and seven like days. and he keeps seven he has five actually by the yeah. time he gets to cairo and I was like, "Huh? He should just—they should just get in a dirigible. They'd get there in like a day, right? You could just fly to all the places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this, yeah, and uh, yeah. So they reach like a a canyon, 
that has a, I presume, the Nile uh, in it. Possibly, I guess. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a it's river. It's water. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, Ardeth Bay has a, a falcon. He's a yes. falconer in addition to all of his other talents. I mean, that, he's like that, Bayek. That makes sense within fucking context. Yeah. Of, uh, no, no, I'm... no, but yeah, that is cool. He is like Bayek. Now the, uh, wow, I didn't put that together until <laughs> you just said it. Yeah. And uh, Horus, Horus is the, the falcon's name. And cause yes, they, cause they're prepping for uh, the armies of Anubis returning. So the 12 tribes of the Magi have amassed their army and are following along this fucking, major track across the deserts of Egypt. Yep. And uh, yeah, so Loch Ness uh, notices the falcon Mm -hmm. and the mummy notices the dirigible because it's fucking dirigible. (laughs) Yeah, it's not exactly subtle. (laughs) It's a stealth dirigible, you know. (laughs) Painted all black. (laughs) It's painted white like it's supposed to be a cloud. Like... (laughs) <laughs> move along nothing to see here that's funny this is... and he uh and he just looks at it and he's just like mm. and he controls the water and he's just like again we have to like pull from fucking what was what was popular in the first one sand face okay water and... face and the water face looks like ass. Shit, yeah. I, even for the time, mm-hmm. I don't think it does not look nearly as good as the sand face. No, sand face still holds up. Fucking water face, not. Yeah, the water wall, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta escape the the thing." And I was like, "You're in a fucking airship. Just fly up. <laughs> yeah, fly <I> up. <laughs> That's what like, the thing is known for. <laughs> like, do, uh... you just just." And and they keep flying like along the canyon, like they want to do the canyon run. And I'm yeah, like, they're just doing, fly they're up, weaving like fucking mavericks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh man, I was. Uh, and then of course it takes them out. The bird is shot. <laughs> That's like the saddest death of the whole movie. Yeah, it's just. I was honestly surprised he didn't make it. They didn't resurrect Horus. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't find the fucking big heavy-ass book and go to where Horus's corpse was. No, Horus fucking got sank into the fucking uh, the pyramid with the rest of the jungle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, like, it's true. Yeah, but they conveniently, they were right next to the Oasis the whole time. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they, they catch the kid making like a fucking another sand arrow and it's like why all you have to do is go like Look 500 yards yeah just follow the river forehead Use your eyes yeah i'm honestly surprised nobody found this oasis sooner since it's connected to a massive a river. valley a river yeah yeah and then just like a huge yeah whatever but yes yeah, so they're at the oasis yeah so uh they're like okay izzy fix this uh dirigible he's like with with what like yeah, i don't know figure it out you got this don't you He's you like, built it you brought it down you can put it back up it's like if there's anybody that can fly this with hot air it's you buddy mm-hmm. he's like fuck you o'connell he's like fuck you too buddy is <laughs> he actually is pretty is a pretty funny character because in his introduction he has this whole bit about getting shot whenever he works yeah. with o'connell he gets shot 
Um, but yeah, they notice uh, there's, they're like, oh man, look at all these dudes in cages. Mm-hmm. These guys are these guys are Roman legionnaires. Mm-hmm. These guys are Napoleonic soldiers. These guys are us. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they as dusk settles quickly, like. The oasis, like, night falls very fast, and uh, daytime goes just as quickly. Oh, God, yeah. Time time moves different in that oasis. And, uh, yeah, um, Jonathan finds some shrunken heads, and he's like, oh, man, I wonder how they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inside the picnics. Um, Yeah, and they, we do a whole thing where it's the tall grass. Like, remember Jurassic Park? Yeah. Stephen Summers obviously remembers Jurassic Park because he rips another thing off uh, with the tall grass. Remember yeah. from Lost World? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's just like Lost. Yeah, so I was like, that was like four years ago <laughs> when he wrote that. Um, but yeah, they have the the pygmies. Yeah, they're it's a it's a big to do. So Evie's on Overwatch. She's shooting shit. Jonathan's shooting shit. Rick's trying to get his son. He just wants his son back. And, uh, yeah, Loch Ness is just like, I'm going to kill this kid now because we can see the pyramid in the distance and we don't need you. Ha ha ha. Yes. And, and uh, fails. No, yeah, of course he doesn't. And, uh, yeah, he gets got by... Uh, Art of Bay, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, John actually comes and saves him again because they have a whole thing where it's like, do you know how to use that rifle? And he's like, do you know how to use that sword? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I do. I have a magic. Yeah. So they race. They have to go run away. And then they use dynamite on a tree to, like, knock out the pygmies. Mm -hmm. The pygmies are very, like, like weirdly comedic. Yeah. They kind of remind me of gremlins. A little bit. They're another inclusion that I feel like is, like. Unnecessary. Unnecessary, and we can make a toy out of that. Like you said, them being comedic, it's like you know. Yeah, and at at this point, like uh, somewhere in here, Jonathan is running with that main goon, and is just like, no, no, these are protective strands. Like they can't cross this. And he's like, you sure? <laughs> yeah, positive. Yeah, totally positive. Yeah, and then a pygmy sees him and is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill those guys, and totally gets the one guy who stupidly trusted Jonathan and he's flailing there dying alone as Jonathan just hustles ass back into the jungle. Well, and they, they pygmies don't attack cause he has that spear mm-hmm. as though that means anything. Yeah. That spear that'll kill the scorpion king. Do they work for the scorpion? Not work for it, of course, but like, are they like, I, don't know. I have so no idea about the Oasis. I have no idea what their deal is. Just I don't know if guardians. these are just are these like Anubis's boys? <laughs> they're they're tight. They're the short boys. <laughs> little skittles out there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I was drunk and then I made them. Now I gotta <laughs> now I gotta give them a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, what do I do with this? Uh, fuck it. Guard this oasis. Yeah, guard this pyramid. Because I don't think they have anything to do with the Scorpion King directly. I don't think he was just like, maybe this place needs pygmies. (laughs) Pygmies. And these pygmies, a turtle. These are eternal pygmies. They're never going away. Eternal pygmies of the spotless mind. Were they they part of the Scorpion King's army? Yes. 
Of course, <laughs> they were the ti- they were the they were the vanguard, the tiny vanguard, the uh, the advanced the... force. They say he sent them over the walls of the dark, cover of darkness. You know, I also just had this thought that Thebes would have just been like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like their city gets gets knocked over, and the Scorpion King is just like, "I declare victory," and then he's just gone. Just gone. Whole... <laughs> and then there's like just... what 40, 40 pygmies <clears throat> left, and they're just like, "Do you have any idea what that was all about?" <laughs> um, oh shit! Retreat. Yeah, it's just. Oh, that was weird. Mm. Quite. Well, let's pick up all the shit and don't write this down. Yeah. Uh, um. So, yeah, this is also where we have our... Because the kid's like, oh, if I don't get to the pyramid in the next 35 seconds, I'll die. <laughs> I'm doomed. And like, okay. And then he has to outrun the sun. Yeah. It's the fast, hardest race he- of all. He literally has to outrun his day for night shot. Mm-hmm. And As we like, all have tried to do, outrun the light. Yeah, because light famously slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Rick O'Connell is the fucking flash. He's outrunning the sun. Yeah. And the uh, bracelet falls off. Mm-hmm. Kid just fucking chucks it. Yep. Don't need that anymore. Don't. I don't want to be friends with Anubis anymore. <coughs> Friendship with Anubis over. It was totally one-sided, and I feel like it was slightly toxic. And everyone's back in the courtyard and like, we did it. We saved our son. And then fucking Anaxa the Moon shows up and just stabs Evie. I know. And immediately so casually. Leaves. Yeah. She's just like like an afterthought. It's like a comedy sketch. She just walks up, stab. And then, you know, just like, ah, ha, ha, I'm done. And then walks into the pyramid like, ain't no thing. Carrying the Book of the Dead mm. for some reason. Like, was, was it her plan that if uh, if the Scorpion King kills Imhotep, she's just going to keep bringing him back? <laughs> I presume so. <laughs> just like, oh, shit, extra lives. <laughs> yeah, treat him like Beric Dondarrion. This is like, oh, no, no, no. This time, this time don't get stabbed as much, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> to deflect the fucking uh, pincers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be kind of sad, but at this point I'm just like, please just, I know, I know. she's not going to die. And just... this, this is another one where, like, they linger for so long on this. And, like, you, they're like, really? No, she's actually dead. And I'm like, dude, really? we saw no, somebody. We saw, like, the mummy fucking came back to life twice. I've, I've seen trailers for this. I know she's going to make it through. Just, 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 just fucking stop. Like, you can't, you can't pull that in a movie where, like, people just casually came back to life. Yeah. Two separate people. One guy, three times. Exactly. Like, and it's in the title. Everybody fucking returns. The mummy returns. Evie returns. Everybody returns. So. <clears throat> yeah, Imatep goes down and has his powers removed and the curator guy puts the, on the bracelet so i guess he has seven days left to live <laughs> you fucking should have thought of that before he starts sticking <clears throat> his hand up stuff yeah he's like he's gonna stick his hand up this wall's ass <laughs> it's like, i need to check this wall's prostate <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, it's time for me to go knuckles deep into this hole in the wall <laughs> it's just, 
like you know everybody's got everybody feels that way walking through an ancient pyramid you see a bracelet you start, start sticking your hand up stuff yeah you know just start sticking your hand in the glory hole in the pyramid see <laughs> too, bad, too bad there weren't any sock puppets nearby would have gone much better for him and he's just like oh and hand, like it activates the temple but then his hand's gone yeah it like eats like all of the flesh from his hand and he he definitely is not holding a sticky prop definitely his no hand is totally no it's yeah it, it does not look good um <laughs> not one bit and then shadows fall across the land yeah imatep gets his powers removed rendering this whole exercise kind of pointless stupid yeah but whatever we we've come this far and uh and Rick crosses the seal, which means renders all his powers fucking... Yeah, cool. all of his magic. And he jumps over that sick dance party that seems to be happening. I know, the underworld's below. fucking killing it, man. They're, like, on point. It's like the Matrix. It's like Zion down yeah, there. Yeah, they're all, they're all raving and doing drugs down there. Shadows fall across the land, and the, the army raises. And uh, as the... I think this is around this time Alex and Jonathan hatch a plan to resurrect their mom. Well, Alex's mom. Yeah, well. No, resurrect her too. <laughs> hey, all of them. We got the Book of the Dead. Resurrect Do all we... the moms. Come on. Every mom gets to live. <laughs> and you get a mom. And you get a mom. Yeah. And uh, once again. That... Huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. And I was like, and once again, because it starts like. They get that plan to read the book of uh, Amun-Ra. They're going to, Alex needs to like read this one point and then going once again back to the first fucking movie a scene. He needs uh, I can't read this last part. What is it, Uncle Jonathan? And because Jonathan. Oh, I know save. this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, this happened to me like seven years ago. Well, yeah, because he's picking a fight with an ox and a moon. Yeah. He's just toying with him at this point. Yeah. Because. And he's like, you sure you're still not, still yeah, not single? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, Ardith Bay is uh, out there, too. And he's just like, there may come a day when the strength of Magi fails. But today is not <laughs> that <Magi>. day. <laughs> and uh, they have a, a big old battle. They have a big old battle. And even though the big old battle serves no real point, besides from padding out the time, I love it. The big old battle's cool. There's one point, though, where he just, like, chucks his sword to kill a guy, like, far away. And I'm like, that just doesn't seem like the move, dude. <laughs> I know. You're going to have to go get that. Like, you're, you're going to, like, uh, there's, there's a reason. They, they like, uh, whatever. Okay. You're, it works that's out. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, like I said, the uh, the new bites, as they're called, uh, they still look fucking, even, they all, they all look kind of mummified. They all look decayed. Great look for them. Even though they get thoroughly fucking defeated by the Magi. I don't think any of the Magi even die. Oh, no, the Magi do die, because you see, like, they had, like, a huge... The Magi had, like, this whole huge army, and then there's, like, only, like, a few hundred of them left for when the big bulk of the army shows up. Gotcha, because, yeah, they do a fake-out. Yeah, there's, like, a vanguard, and then there's, like, another shot that became, like, really big, oft-repeated in, like, the early 2000s, that shot of the whole Anubis army running down the hillside it's in fucking kung pao yeah they uh so that's what that's what he's up to rick and, and imatep just decide to have a good old hand-to-hand -hand fight mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And yeah, fisticuffs. See who's the better pugilist. Uh, of course, Imhotep being a high priest. Uh, <laughs> still fucking combat skills. <laughs> like, I was just like, okay, so he knows how to use all these? I guess, huh. yeah. He's right. a man, just a f- fucking versatile dude, huh? Well, all I right. mean, the real Imhotep was a polymath, so. That's true. Yeah, he just, I don't know. No, I, I agree. It just is like, man, the guy's like a, he seems so much more menacing when he can do his telekinesis or his, you know, his wizardry. You his know. sand powers and yeah, everything. His, like, his Dracula shtick. When he's just like Arnold Vosloo in a man-to-man fight against fucking Pete Brendan Fraser. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Like, they're, like, physically the same, but it's just like, you know, I would have imagined that Rick would have been, like, much more able to kick this guy's ass. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. The logic of it just kind of flips. But anyway. And I was also like, this is the only time Rick just doesn't have a gun on his person. I know. The only time. Guns are not allowed in the pyramid. Yeah, the Anubis took. That's what Anubis took. Yeah, super his guns disintegrated. The gunpowder won't fire. Yep. Hey, we we made the movie make a little bit more sense. Um, but yeah, Evie's resurrected, and she's like, no, no. I'll fight a Nox in the moon. Mm-hmm. I, this is a fight that started 3,000 years ago, and it's going to end today. And it does not. Because no, uh, a Nox in the moon fucking powders and has a count out. <laughs> it's, it's still technically inconclusive. Um, yeah. Uh, but as that's happening, this is when... Uh, the the fucking king is here. Yeah, you open the, the door. Opens king approaches. They... Fucking da, 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 da. and uh, he's... what do you know? He looks like shit. He is rough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Scorpion King looks like he came out of a shitty Xbox 360 game. Yeah, not like even a quality like not knocking the 360, but not even quality 360 era. <laughs> Like, like, out of ooh. the PlayStation One cutscene, he emerges and man, he I is, remember, huh? He is rough. He is rough. He, I remember being so fucking pumped to see what he would look like, you know, because of course they fucking marketed him as being a big part of the movie, and then you finally see him, and then you get like, I like. I like the idea of what they did. If they could have done something, maybe that was a bit practical. Yeah, I think you could have, you know, I don't know, man. You could have brought Rock the Dwayne out there. But, but yeah, apparently I, I, they only had like three days to work with him. So, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> it took about three days to fucking render that goddamn design for the film. And uh, yeah, I mean, they truly hit rock bottom there. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah, and then he's a scorpion man. I don't think we got. Yeah, we haven't really. uh, Yeah, he's he's like a centaur, Mm -hmm. but scorpion. Yeah, there you. Then the title of today's episode. Uh, (laughs) 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 But that's very apt description. He has the upper body of a rock Johnson. Uh, He's got the hands of a scorpion. Scorpions don't have hands, but you know what I mean. And then the lower body of a scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. So he has, uh, and unlike a normal centaur, which has two rib cages, he just has the one. Yeah. The rest he's, is an exoskeleton. <laughs> he's the only kind of centaur 
that has an exoskeleton because he is not technically a centaur. But like you know, no, centaurs I mean, same are... same principle, you know. Yeah, you know. I don't um, think there's a I don't think there's a mythological equivalent equivalent for what the fuck what happened to the scorpion king. Yeah. Yeah, you just take a scorpion and then you put half of a rock on there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just kicks the shit out of both of them. And that's when uh, Rick finds the fucking pictograph of how to kill yeah. the scorpion the, king. The handy instructions. It's nice they left those there. <clears throat> like, for dummies instructions, like, three parts. Get spear, hit with spear. Mm-hmm. Like That's why, uh, you know, every, everybody needs to have those in their house. That's why I left handy-dandy distru- st- instructions on my wall for how to kill me in my house. Yeah, mine's actually in three well-done portraits in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Gives all the details you need. Yeah, in case you don't read. Um, there you go. And it even has your tattoo on it. Like, oh, it <laughs> wow, I'm foretold to do this, am I? Okay. You're like, Jonathan, get the, get the scepter. It's, it's a, a spear. spear. It doesn't look like a spear. No, motherfucker. Twist the thing and then open the thing. That was funny. I did like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they they basically uh, chuck the spear, but Imhotep grabs the spear and throws it. But Rick catches it. Yeah. Because he is a man that catches. And because (laughs) the spear is on his, as he grabs it and stabs him over the pit, he's like, go to hell. And and the king is dead. Long live the king. Oh, Jesus. This is, uh, you know, the Scorpion Secession is, uh, I guess since the Scorpion King doesn't have any heirs, primogenitors out, uh, Rick's <laughs> the new Scorpion King. Wow. How do you feel? You've got the crown and everything. Uh, but then he basically, Rick twists the, twists the spear, and then that causes uh, the Scorpion King to combust into black smoke, along with the entire army of Anubis. Yep. Which, and if you didn't realize, uh, Scorpion King not being black smokeified was the only thing that was keeping the cork that was in the toilet bowl that was that oasis plugged in. Yeah, well, and Rick's like dangling over as he has it, so he's fallen in. At some point, Imhotep falls in, mm-hmm. and Evie's like, Rick's like, no, don't go to save me, and Evie does and goes and saves him. And then Anaxa the Moon's like, Fuck this. I'm getting out of and here. Ju- I'm going to dive into this pit of scorpions instead. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she, it's like scorpions and scarabs. It's a nice, you know, fucking uh, fruit salad of fucking mix in there. And she, and the moon's like, boosh of, yeah. yeah, and knocks in a moon's boosh is what it's going to be here in a second. And, uh, yeah, she falls in and dies a horrible death. But uh, Emotep uh, looks at uh, Rick and Evie, and he's like, wow, they really do love each other. And then he falls back into the pits of the underworld. He just crowd surfs into the underworld. Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's just like, well, that true love thing was bullshit, huh? Yeah, my my true love was all a folly. Yours is yours is for real. Huh. Bye-bye I guess now. I learned so- <laughs> I guess I learned something about life and about love and about myself. Goodbye. Wow, boy is, boy is my face red. I was suffered for all of eternity for this. Wow. How much of a kick in the balls is that? Like, everything you went through. 
know. Like, like he got so... eaten alive. He was fucking <laughs> stashed in a Pyrex sarcophagus and left moist for 3,000 years. It was just like, also, she could run away. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. When, the, when the fucking things got tough, she fucking bailed. Into the first sentient death pit that she could find. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Well, I hope Emotep really learned his lesson. Yep. And then uh, everyone's like, oh, wow, this uh, this whole oasis was all hinged on that shitty CGI scorpion, man. <laughs> yeah. He needed to retain, <laughs> remain a solid for that to still, you know, be a thing. Because basically... He's just waiting behind the door forever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, like, he was. What the fuck was he asleep? Was he fucking just like flipping through fucking magazines, waiting for somebody to finally show up? I guess, yeah. And what a horrible so they existence. To, they have to run up the pyramid, and they get the giant like Izzy shows up with the dirigible. He found all that fucking ancient helium that they have. <laughs> yeah, that oasis was full of it. A lot of helium. Pygmies ate the stuff. That's why their voices <laughs> were so high. He got a fucking, that's what that's made. He basically, like, he, he basically he deflated all the pygmies. That's how he got all that hot air. And Jonathan takes the gem because, you know, they have to get rich off this whole adventure. Yeah, greedy fucker. And, uh, yeah, because basically all of the greenery and all of the oasisness is basically being, like, vacuum sucked into the pyramid. In a champagne supernova of oasisness, mm-hmm. a wonder wall. <laughs> yes. They don't look back in anger, I heard them say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Jonathan has it. He's arguing with Izzy, who has already paid uh, a big wad of cash, mm. but he wanted that scepter for some reason. He liked no, gold. I guess. And uh, uh, Rick and Evie have a big kiss, and they fly off to the next whatever. Yes. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, if you have to watch the first one, I it's just unnecessary. That's the that's pretty much it. It's unnecessary and overly long. Man, it doesn't need to be. And uh, I and I don't think uh, more was the answer because no. there's a lot of action set piece scenes that are you know they're they're all right, but yeah. I think the movie kind of relies on that a little too much. Exactly, and it and... it feels like an excuse to get to each set piece like um if you've ever played uncharted that's kind of yeah. how i feel about some of the uncharted games where the plot is just an excuse to get you to another cool set well piece. exactly and like the brilliance of things that this movie i'm gonna say apes but i don't mean that in like a negative like you look at something like an indiana jones where that that works very hard to try to like we have all these big set pieces but we're gonna really have a story that pretty much justifies them. what you're well, they... saying is very much you know true because like the characters the thing that could have saved us if it were the characters felt just like they were in the first one i feel like and they're just kind of afterthoughts yeah that was the thing like we spent so much time on the new villains and i don't care about them yeah well they're even not as interesting as we would want yeah the mummy himself is not as interesting like the scorpion king not not interesting like afterthought like honestly he should have been the villain he should have been yeah that's what i'm saying is like don't don't do emotep again go for somebody else like you know 
they knew that in the 30s and the 40s when like you know the mummy's hand and the mummy's tomb is like we're all we're gonna see what what the mummy Karis is up to and who's trying to like fuck around with that you know something different yeah it's again it's not a bad movie it's just horribly okay yeah. kind of it's kind of bad i i don't know i'd give it like a four out of ten or so like it's yeah, fine it's, it's most watchable fine. it's just not like you you'll get everything that you want out of the first one you know but if you have to this is not like the worst thing that you could watch no it's not the worst way to spend two hours no no um but it did oh yeah and i guess for the rankings it's kind of obvious right like uh, <laughs> yeah I, I like they figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Use context clues. And, uh, you know, yeah. So we got uh, a bit of a bonus. We're going to go off a, on a sidetrack here with the Scorpion King. With all of his 15 minutes of screen time, we decided that guy, that put the rocket on him. He's going to get yeah. his own movie. I cannot wait as if we needed to know more about that guy who gets turned into a scorpion and stabbed with the spear by brendan <laughs> yeah. fraser yeah him <laughs> what's his deal don't as though he didn't get all don't... of his deal in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah and don't put more of him in this movie oh no no, no. give him his whole separate movie give him four sake. yeah thank god we only have to watch the one yeah, only one of those made it to theaters, and it only really makes sense to cover it as a as a bonus. Yeah. So you get yourself a nice bonus of the Scorpion King before we end our adventure with the O'Connells with a movie that neither of us have seen. Yep. In uh, the Mummy, Tomb uh, of the Dragon Tomb. Emperor. It's a weird title. Yeah, you know, they're they're you know, it pretty much encapsulates everything they're going to be dealing with. Tombs, yeah, a dragon emperor. Yeah, I get that, the, but it, you know, <laughs> yeah, especially, <laughs> especially the prepositions, <laughs> articles and prepositions. <laughs> the most important part of every title. Um, yeah. Before we finish up our mummy uh, adventure, misadventure, adventure. with uh, with. The latest, the Mummy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cover the entire dark universe. Yeah, I'm so thrilled. We're well, we're hyped. <laughs> could not <laughs> so, could not that. be any more excited. Love, love that movie. It's not. It's not a, so not, uh, that trampling a beloved franchise of mine. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You'll get to that at some point. <laughs> you'll you'll get future. to understand how I feel. But until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.